Okay. I am so excited to interview today's guest and to have her on. She is going to drop all of the info for you on getting in the press, getting your brand out there, getting visibility, all of the things. So Nicole, welcome officially to the show. Thank you. I'm really excited to be here and talk visibility, PR, insider tips, all the good stuff. Amazing. Before we jump in, can you tell everybody a little bit about you, what you do, your background? Yes. So my background is that I've been a journalist and TV personality for the past 20 years. So I, when it comes to the media, I've truly been on the inside of it. I get pitched all the time. And what happened is during the pandemic, I was on Clubhouse, which maybe a lot of people have been on. And I heard a lot of people, a lot of small business founders in rooms asking, how do I get featured in the press? How do I land brand deals? Like all that stuff. And I kept hearing people who were calling themselves experts offer advice that I felt like honestly wasn't necessary and was expecting people to pay a lot of money in order to like get the results they were looking for. So that's when I like had my aha moment. And I was like, oh my God, for the past 20 years, like everything that I do, I pitch myself, I get myself booked on TV. I get pitched to get for people to get featured in magazines. I'm like, this is everything that I've been doing has like queued myself up to teach everybody how to Mm -hmm. do it for themselves without having to spend a lot of money. And so I went on the app the next day, I announced Mm -hmm. that I'm now a PR and media strategist. And literally in 48 hours, I had my first student, client, whatever you want to call it. And it's been like gangbusters ever since, because I think everyone deserves a chance to get heard. And just because let's say you don't have the connections, the experience or the money Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that you shouldn't learn how to do it for yourself. So Mm -hmm. that's my story. (laughs) Mm, I love that. That's so cool. You saw a gap in the market. You had the experience and you went after it. Can I ask, where are you located? I forget. I'm in Chicago. Amazing. I had a feeling it was a city just because it's like when you're in that environment, you're like, okay, like let's get rocking here. There's a ton of opportunity around me. Like why not reach out? But I think what people don't realize is no matter where you are, there's, there's opportunity around you. There's local press, there's local outlets that need stories and content. Yes. And one of the best parts that came out of the pandemic in a way is the idea that now we could do so much, so many things virtually. Like I always had to be in studio for segments. I was at my busiest. I was doing virtual segments in tons of different markets. So, and even for like job interviews or any sort of like on-camera work, now there's so much opportunity for people. Uh, you just have to kind of like learn the skills uh, to yeah. communicate, you know, more effectively. Yeah, for sure. So if somebody is listening and they want their business, their expertise, their area of expertise, whatever it is to be out there more, I mean, I know there's different avenues you can go down. Like there's press, like you said, there's TV, there's publication, all of this, but like really what is step one? How do you even get started in this? Such a good question. Cause that's like the biggest thing. It's like, I want to get featured. And I have no freaking clue. What yeah. To do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So the most important thing is like, I don't want anybody wasting their time. And yeah. so I want you to think about, hopefully, you know, kind of who your audience think about like what they're reading, watching, listening to even like podcasts they love. And I want you to be strategic and zone in on those outlets or those communities 
where you mm -hmm. think your people are, because yeah. you can get featured in, I don't know, some, let's say website, but mm -hmm. who cares if your people don't care about that website? Like right. what's that going to do for you? It's not going to allow, I mean, sure. It all lends to building credibility, but like, I think it's much more efficient to be like targeted and strategic than just like throwing spaghetti at the wall and trying mm -hmm. to get quoted everywhere. That's just, it's too, it's, that's overwhelming. So. Yeah. Yeah. I love that tip. So it's like looking at where your ideal client or person is already going and putting yourself there. So when they go there, they see you. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Amazing. Now here is the thing. Well, there's two things that I think hang people up and you know better than me, but this is what I see. Number one, the confidence to do it. What do you, what do you think about this? Like people are like, I can't do that. No way. They're not going to feature me. It's so funny. I maybe this is TMA. I was literally just in the shower <laughs> thinking about why, like learning how to pitch yourself and learn it. Like I call it my five W's and why it's mm -hmm. so important because yes, knowing how to do it will get you the press, but mm -hmm. it's going to build your confidence in terms of getting more sales, converting clients, like even just in life in general, getting comfortable with the idea of like fully understanding what your pitch is, how to communicate that messaging and how to connect with kind of like the audience that you're speaking to mm -hmm. is going to open up your business beyond even getting featured. But I will tell you in terms of the confidence, like that imposter syndrome, mm -hmm. like literally right now I'm working on stories that I'm contributing to like a big magazine mm -hmm. and I'm looking for really good experts for these specific stories. Mm -hmm. For me, a great expert is somebody that is going to have the confidence to like pitch me and to be able to communicate with me and mm -hmm. get me exactly what I need when I need it. And so if you don't put yourself out there, you're going to miss the opportunity and someone else who's just like you is going to get it. You don't need to be somebody to get press. You just need to know how to pitch yourself to get press. There's a huge difference. Like from the journalist perspective, and that's yeah. what I get to a lot of people, like I wear a journalist hat and mm -hmm. that's what I kind of give you the insider. Info, it's like if you have, you know, 500 followers versus 100,000 followers, that's not going to be a deal breaker for me. Right. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, we have to remember that like the media is business. And so mm -hmm. there is a benefit if you have a big following and they think that you will then, you know, promote, let's mm -hmm. say that story, what have you. But there's also people that have a big following that can't communicate. They can't translate, right. can't get off social media and find success out of that. Right. So there's for everyone. Yeah. That's awesome. That's such a good shift for people to hear because I think that right there in itself stops people in their tracks before they even get to the next question that I have for you, which is like, well, how do you decide? Like, how do you put that together? How do you say, this is my pitch or this is what I have to say. What, how do you extract that out of your business or your coaching or your offering or expertise? So what I call it is my five W's, but what yeah. I, and, and, you know, everyone talks about like the why and all of this, but what I've found is that a lot of people think like the why, or like, why should we care that you think is actually not the right why should we care? Ah, right? Why? So, you know, a lot of people think, oh, this is my messaging and this is what's important. Yeah. But in fact, it's not what the consumer or the journalist or anybody will care about. So I find that sometimes there's a disconnect and you need yes. like that person to help you figure out like actually yeah. what is the why. And the other thing is 
when you're pitching, I don't want you to feel like you have to come up with a brand new pitch each right. time you do it. Right. There's a way that you can build your foundation and then tweak it so it doesn't feel like I just so it doesn't feel like you're starting over from scratch. Mm-hmm. But it's very important that you don't send out the same exact pitch to every single journalist or outlet that's out there. That is not gonna it's that's not gonna get you results. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, I'm going to guess there has to be like a level of customization in some way, shape or form, depending on who you're speaking to. It's like, know your audience. Totally. Yeah. And it's a lot of it is like relationship building, you know, yes. that's why people are like, Oh, join my program. You know, I'll give you 80,000 contacts. And I'm like, well, no one needs 80,000 contacts. And no. you are so much better off being strategic and going after like one person who freelances for multiple outlets and building that yes. relationship than yes. going after, you know, one editor. Yes. Who's that one? So there's a lot because the the media landscape is changing so quickly right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's crazy what's going on. So kind of understanding like yeah. truly what's going on behind the scenes will give you an advantage. Yeah. That's so interesting. As somebody who's not in the media, what is what is shifting behind the scenes? What is changing in that world, in that industry? Oh my gosh. Well, like jobs and like yeah. what roles and responsibilities one person has. And also yeah. that a lot of, you know, the staffs are getting smaller. And right. so- and so it's some, that's why I feel like the relationship part of it is yes. kind of what your best asset can be. Yes. As, and the same thing, even within TV, like be, producers move around, editors move around, you know, some of the people that I used to work with back in the day at now have top jobs or are now our top freelancers. And so that's why I say you don't discount the importance of building a relationship, like that human connection versus just focusing on like the title of the publication. Yep. Absolutely. That's so interesting. Like when I moved from New York city to Philadelphia, I started like my first business, which is a fitness brand. And I pitched it to this publication, be well Philly. Maybe you've heard of it. Maybe you haven't. It's like a big, the fitness magazine here for the city. And I had a relationship with the editor at the time. And she loved my brand and she would put me in everything. Then she left the job. Now I'm like, crap, she didn't go to another fitness magazine. So I basically was like, all right, now if I want to get back in that publication, it was all about the relationship. It had nothing to do with Be Well Philly itself. It was all her. Yeah. And and what I would have said to you is... (laughs) congratulate her on her move and ask her to make the intro so that you can, you know, you can continue Mm -hmm. that relationship there, but that does happen. Yeah. 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 And so it could also on the flip side, it could be like someone from like a tiny little publication or local whatever. And then suddenly they move to like a new bigger market and suddenly you're like golden. So yes. Yeah. It's so interesting the way it works. I love that. So build the relationship. So what, like, say that you have something in mind you want to pitch yourself to, it's really just a matter of understanding who is kind of responsible for that content and then starting to build a relationship with that person. Yes. And also like understanding the right way to follow up. The thing that I always say is like, I think it can be intimidating. It's scary. Like I get it. You know, I send cold pitches all the time for, you know, even for myself. So the mindset you should have is like, get that first pitch out. That is your win. And don't, your expectation should not be like, I'm sending this out to get a response. Your expectation or your mindset should be, yes, I was so scared. And I sent the pitch and it went out and who knows if they're even going to see it. 
And then the strategy comes with the follow-up and that's what's the next steps that are actually going to get them to open the email. Mm-hmm. You know, I would say send the pitch and your expectation is like, they're probably not even going to open the email. So yeah. that way you don't have that like letdown, yes. you feel rejected. Yeah. I always say the same thing is like, don't stop until you get the no. I can't tell you how many times that I've gotten emails or that I've said, thank you so much for following up. Or I pitched an editor and they were like, I totally missed this. I'm so sorry. So, but you have to be thoughtful with how you follow up and you can't be aggressive or, or I'm just going to delete your email. Yeah. Yeah. You have to really think about your, your words and your candor and how you're doing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Okay. So what are, is there any other like insider tip that you can tell these entrepreneurs that are listening? So many female entrepreneurs listening to this podcast, any other insider tip or advice from your expertise that they can go and apply when it comes to potentially landing press? Uh, that is a good question. Cause I have so many insider tips. So I'm like, Hmm, what's the which one? one? <laughs> yeah. Which one do I want to give the most? I think that, you know, there's, there's a lot of mistakes. And so I want people to also think about things like the subject line, which you might think is like a throwaway nothing. But one of the things that I'll share is that as a journalist, my email, it it has, I got a lot of emails in my, like almost 30,000 emails in my inbox because I treat my email as like my resource guide. You should be thoughtful with what your subject line is because if you're pitching yourself, let's say as an expert, and you're an expert, let's bring up fitness. And I don't have anything fitness right now, but maybe in three months, I'll have a story where I actually need a fitness expert. So Mm -hmm. if you're thoughtful with using the subject line as like a way that we can search as well, then I'll be able to find you. So there's all these little nuances and things that I think that unless you are kind of in it, Mm -hmm. you don't realize, or maybe you don't think about because um, you know, we get inundated with emails. So that's one of my tips is be thoughtful with your subject line. That's more. And and that actually applies to TV podcasts, all of that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. That's huge. That's a great tip because I was going to ask you, like, have you ever had it where you pitch someone and they were like, not right now, but then later they came back and they were like, Oh, by the way, now I need like you to teach on X, Y, Z. Yes, that's totally happened to me. I've even had one example is like the Today Show, you know, we were giving, you know, I was sending ideas and everything. And then like out of the blue months later, our producers like, hey, we're thinking about this, you know, and and they remembered me. Mm -hmm. And so that's why like the consist being consistent and being Mm -hmm. thoughtful with your subject line will, as I like to say, keep you top of mind. (laughs) Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So cool. So what, can you tell us a little bit more about your business and how it runs and how it works now? Like, how do you balance teaching people with the own press that you're doing and the own journalism that you're doing? I think like, I like to say that I walk the walk. I don't just talk the talk. Mm -hmm. So it's like very, I I think it's, it shows that like, I know exactly what's going on Mm -hmm. in the current environment. You know, some of the advantages that I can offer is that like, I do have my own media, like network, you know? So when yeah. people me, it's like, I welcome you to my inner circle. Yes. And so you get intros to potential 
journalists, producers, key contacts, what have you, because again, I want you to be successful. So for me, like it's very transparent. I don't do any gatekeeping. gatekeeping. I want to give you the relationships and help you nourish, nurture them. So you have that success. And, you know, it's also very tailored. Like I teach a lot of the fundamentals, but everything specific to your business. Yeah. Because ultimately, like when it comes to communicating, it has to be not just share your why, but what is your why specific to your business, things of that nature. Um, So I work with people one-on-one, I have small groups, but I'm really just here to kind of help you get those foundational skills. And maybe one day you're going to be like, you know what? I want to outsource and I want to invest that $50,000 in a PR person. Once you know, and are sure, like you understand what the pitch is, I can promise you that you won't be choosing the wrong PR person, or you won't be like in I just, I've it like kills me and people are like, I spent all this and I'm nothing to show for it. But so having that kind of empowering yourself as that entrepreneur is going yeah. to allow you to, it's going to prevent you from making the wrong moves when you're actually ready to make that big time investment. Yeah. Yeah. I love that so much. What would you say the biggest transformation is for somebody's business when they are starting to be seen in the press? What does that do for a business? Oh my gosh, I can tell you just examples from clients. Like one of yeah. my clients was a fashion stylist mm-hmm. and like she had been reaching out to an agent for years and never got a response. And then the agent reached out to her. And then she heard from, because we also worked on um, the communicating through her social media and like what her kind of specific point of differentiation should be. Yes. Again, yes. a lot of people miss that. Yeah. And then she had like a major, like Saks reached out to her, wow. which is crazy just from her social media. So that's, yeah. that's like one example. I've had other people that were like, you know, getting speaking gigs and other people that have landed new clients from being able to now include these press logos on their website. Yep. Um, can raise their, there's so many ways that it will enable you to grow, but also once you learn how to use your press in the right way, you can monetize from it. Yeah. I love that. I think that's the missing piece for a lot of people, even like when I was in New York, the company I worked for hired a PR company and we, myself and the other woman who were like head of the fitness brand did all, we were the fitness people. We went and we did all the press, but I, it was so good for building credibility. But then I was like, I don't know that this is bringing, because I was so close within the company. I was like, I don't know that this is bringing in clients. It looks really good, but I don't know that it's being monetized. So I love that you said that. And I want people to know that press never expires. So if you're listening, mm-hmm. you got featured somewhere like three years ago, it's still relevant. Like you can still use that mm-hmm. and it's up to you to leverage it. So you can, so you could use it as marketing. It should mm-hmm. be, you know, uh, like even your Instagram bio, like so many people don't put their credentials there. And if you've been featured someplace that people know about, it should be like slapped on it's going to give you that instant credibility. So it's like, you don't even have to sell yourself. Yes. Yeah. Third party credibility is a powerful thing in the world that we live in. It really is. Yes, totally. It really is. So I know that you have like a really cool freebie downloadable situation. Can you tell everybody about this so we can put it in the show notes for you? I just made it and I'm obsessed. So I hope that you find this helpful. So it's my free resources guide, you go to nicoleperl.com. Mm-hmm. There is my the little tab, click on free resources. It's get featured fast. And it's literally 
the key resources that you should be using with how to's so you can get yourself featured right away without having to spend any money. So I really recommend you trying it and using it. And I include insider tips. So maybe you might've heard of some of these platforms already, but I include ways that will give you the advantage. So you get chosen and you get featured. Mm, So cool. I will link that in the show notes. It's such a huge, powerful resource for all of you guys listening. Thank you so much for sharing that with everyone. And what is, are you on Instagram the most or where can anyone send you a message? Uh, yeah, Instagram's a great place. So I'm at Nicole Pearl beauty girl. So message me there. Um, and I can't wait to like, get to hear about any, if you're an entrepreneur and you're listening, I want to hear about your business and, um, DM me. It'd be great to connect. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming on today and for sharing this with everyone. This was really fun. Good. I had the best time. Thanks for having me. Amazing.